0: Hi, welcome to our latest Shoespeak HR edition. This forms part of our mini series of Back to Basics. Um, and today I've got Amy Anderson and Amy Leach with me. Hi guys, you okay?
1: Hey Andy. Hi Andy.
0: And what we're going to talk about today is employee bonuses. Obviously a, a topic that employees generally like. Um, so you would like to think that it's, it's never too contentious. Um, but I guess, you know, kind of, as with most topics within the HR uh, world, there are occasions when it can be so. Um, Amy Anderson, do you want to start us off by explaining exactly what we mean uh, when we say a bonus?
2: Sure. So I think at the most basic level, when we're talking about bonuses, we're talking about incentive-based remuneration. So where employers are kind of trying to attract and retain the talent in their in their workforce, and um, reward good performance you know all all, the, all these kind of things that employees like to hear and um, they can take various different kind of shapes and sizes they can be contractual they can be non like non contractual they can have a discretionary element so it is quite difficult for me i think to if in in the space of a short podcast to to go through all the different possible types of bonuses that you can have but it's generally any remuneration that's that's in addition to their basic salary that's that's there to reward the employee for for performance it can be based on say individual performance team performance company performance there's there's so much there to think about um i suppose for the purposes of today's podcast we can probably separate bonuses out from from commission which are obviously slightly different because commission's obviously something which is which is which is pay generated uh, paid by reference to say like sales or or kpis that are met so that's slightly different from the bonuses that we're going to be talking about today
1: Thanks, Amy. Um, I suppose it probably is quite helpful if I maybe outline, I suppose, the difference when we say contractual and non-contractual bonuses, as you mentioned. So I guess when we refer to contractual bonuses, we're talking about bonuses that might be expressly stated in the employee's contract um, as an entitlement for them to participate in a bonus scheme and or an entitlement for them to receive a certain amount of bonus. Um, often it's kind of referenced to be in accordance with a specific bonus formula or, or the rules of the scheme, etc., Um, Whether a bonus is contractual or not, um, initially, I guess, we'll come down to the drafting of the contract um, or similar document that it's documented in. Um, And I think that's probably, I I suppose, a top tip almost from our perspective is if you are thinking about putting a bonus in your contract or bonus provisions, think about the drafting um, and making sure that it's as clear as possible. So there can be no dispute, I suppose, whether it's a contractual enticement or not. Um, where a bonus is contractual, I suppose, again, employers must ensure that they comply with the terms because they want to avoid any allegations of a breach of contract claim or unpaid bonus claim. Um, and non-contractual bonuses are supposed to flip it on the other side. They probably typically um, would say if you've got a provision in the contract that there's no contractual right to the bonus, despite it being in the contract. Um, payments may be made at the employer's discretion they might be made on the employer's own terms just because there's been a bonus in one year doesn't mean there's one um, that could come in another year so the wording tends to be a bit more fluffy where an employer is trying to I suppose avoid creating that contractual um, enticement to a bonus in the contract and I think one of the key aims is probably to avoid placing the employer under any obligation to kind of implement the bonus scheme or make bonus payments sometimes that can be fairly tricky, um, I guess, in practice as well, depending on what's happened previously.
0: Yeah, agreed. And, and and I guess without wanting to to complicate the matter any further, there there are also two types of non contractual bonus. So you have a contractual bonus and non contractual bonus, and then we're telling you there's a division of the non contractual, which there is. Um, and and the, and effectively that's where one is where the bonus scheme where the employer has absolute discretion as to whether to consider an employee for a bonus and you know kind of what that amount looks like. The other is where the where the employer has partial discretion um as to regards the, the amount of any bonus award. So you are entitled to a bonus, but we we hold the discretion in terms of how much. And it's probably worth noting that even even if a bonus scheme is stated to be discretionary, um, the employee may argue that they have an implied contractual right by reason of custom and practice. Um, and this will be if bonuses have been paid on a regular basis. For example, you know, kind of an, an annual Christmas bonus or, you know, kind of an annual end of financial year bonus um, that is paid and is largely the same amount or the same percentage of salary every year. Um, you know, kind of if that happens for a number of years, then individuals... Would probably be right to try and argue that actually, whilst you're saying this is a discretionary bonus, um, the landscape has changed and this is now implied into my contract of employment, such that I am going to expect it every year. And if if I don't get it, uh, I'm going to going to argue that I should. And and individuals can, in those circumstances, look to bring unlawful deduction of wages claims or breach of contract claims in the tribunal whilst. Um, continuing to be employed. The other, I I guess, issue which is slightly away from back to basics but comes when you are dealing with senior executives who uh, arrive at a business, have a certain expectation of a bonus and will negotiate hard on the terms of their bonus scheme. Um, This is unusual uh, and you can see all sorts of weird and wonderful metrics as to what the bonus amount should be and then the payment terms and how that's deferred or not and and, and equally it can work into exits as well whether somebody is a good lever whether somebody is a bad lever you know kind of how that impacts upon bonus schemes and payments and whether notice has being served so it's whilst we are talking about bonuses in our back to basics um session we, we should be alive to the fact that there are, you know, kind of nuances. There are, you know, kind of all that can be complications. So, you know, don't don't feel that just because you've listened to us talk about bonuses in the back-to-basics session that, you know, kind of you're stupid to ask questions or you're stupid to kind of, you know, kind of not fully understand how, how something may or may not work. Um, because the reality is, you know, kind of there are times when, when lawyers – crawl all over these schemes whether they're discretionary or not whether they're contractual or not and and whether they should be paid and and it and it isn't quite as basic as it as it may seem on um on first first viewing so like i said don't don't be afraid to to come and ask us queries to ask us to you know to cover the topic in a little bit more detail because we would be very happy to do that um as ever best way to get in touch with us is uh via email shoespeakhr at shoesmiths.co.uk we do see all the emails we do look to reply to them um, so thank you for people that do engage and thank you for listening uh, thanks Amy's. speak soon
1: thanks bye cheers